0: Obviously, on the prompt. Uh, Mike is at the uh, O <coughs> <ooh>, conference.
1: <laughs> What's the name? <laughs> <laughs> ooh, wow. Ooh,
0: conference. Uh, Welcome to the prompt, a weekly panel discussion on technology and the
2: culture surrounding Apple and related companies. It is May 7th, 2014. Welcome back to the World's Greatest Podcast. My name is Mike Hurley and I am back from my trip overseas. And I am joined, as I always am, by my overseas co-host, Mr. Stephen Hackett. How are you?
0: I'm well, Mike. How are you?
2: I am very well, sir. And Mr. Federico Vatici. How are you? Hey, Mike. Hey, buddy. How are you doing?
1: Doing well. How are you?
2: Very good. I enjoyed the show last week. You did? Yeah, yeah. It's always ah. weird. I always find it weird to hear Stephen intro... Because How can we
1: know that you're not lying right now?
2: What that I what that I didn't enjoy it.
1: Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just want we need like uh like a truth test for you. What like a <laughs> one of those well they polygraphs? No, like one of those, you know, weird machines that yeah. they hook a, up to your body. A polygraph.
0: Th- that's a polygraph.
1: Oh yeah? Yeah. It's, it's not called like the lie machine or well something. they're called
2: lie detectors but they're actually de- see lie th- detector yeah but the technical name is a polygraph
1: yeah whatever
2: uh <laughs> yeah and anyway, yes i did enjoy the show and it is always weird to hear steven intro for me like i hear my voice as the theme music and then steven's <laughs> voice appears it just you're not a strange. theme music well i'm I'm part of the theme music i'm embedded within the theme music.
0: <laughs> you are you are embedded in it i uh <laughs> yeah no it, it is it is weird without you
2: i like that even when i'm not there my voice just like my disembodied voice appears like a few times during so, the show so yeah, you're like yeah. one of those
1: you're like one of those airport announcers yeah like flying to paris is departing from gate yeah. 12
0: <laughs> if you see something say something
2: please make sure that you take all of your baggage with you when departing the aircraft Basically, that's me. I'm I'm just a Tano announcement.
0: No liquids allowed past security check.
1: <laughs> so do you also know the specific name, like the technical name from for the, like when you're on a plane and the, and the like the crew does the all you know the little theater thing showing yeah. you like what's the name of the procedure? The safety demonstration. The safety demonstration. Yeah, so you're pretty good with words, Mike. Thanks.
2: Well, you I mean, there's a whole website dedicated to the, the fact that I'm not,
0: but... com. So, it is... Uh, I'm glad you're back, Mike. Thanks. Uh, I, f- I mean, the three of us, we have our little family here, and mm-hmm. you were, and when one of us is gone, it, it makes us it sad. I will say that Federico and I have not started another podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> 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 I don't know what Federico and I would talk about, just the two of us. I mean, he basically trolls me all week for being an old man... And I don't like video games.
1: Uh, it, it could be like, um, like like something about a generation gap or something. <laughs> We're like, four years apart. <laughs> yeah. that's, I mean, you that's have like 19 children. Steven, we both know that that's not the case, really. <laughs> I mean, that's what you like to say, but it's not really the truth. Like
2: <laughs> it, it kind of makes a generational gap because you're like a parent. Sorry, parents. I, I, I am a parent. <laughs> it, you know you have an added level of responsibility that me that, and Federico don't have and that changes you as a person.
0: That's that's probably true. That's, <laughs> that's
2: actually
1: a nice explanation, Mike.
0: Thank so, yeah, so, so you guys are going to let me talk about my Titanium power book? Is that no.
2: Well, you got mention it because you might as well. Have you actually posted anywhere about this like officially yet?
0: I've been uh, on my uh, my personal branded website. <laughs> no. I have not. <laughs> Uh yeah, so I think I think if Federico so back to what we were talking about. If Federico and I had a show and I I'm obviously playing this up, Federico and I I think we're good friends and we have lots in common. But I think it would be funny to have a show that really highlighted this, where like I would just talk for twenty minutes about uh like classic Rocking mode. Chairs. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like classic mode and OS ten, how like Apple put OS nine in a box and and it's just Federico like smashing his head into the desk. Yep. And just it'd be asking... Great. it'd be great radio. <laughs> all he's
2: doing is asking, did they have interrupt communication in that OS? Because <laughs> I want it in the one that I use.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was not had some some things. Um so you're back, you're yep. alive, you you were overseas at the uh UL conference. How was mm-hmm.
2: that? It was give absolutely us, fantastic.
0: Give us your your impressions.
2: Um it was nice to to meet a bunch of prompt listeners. Um, and listeners to the shows, I always enjoy that. That's a, a, a source of great fun for me. Um, the the talks were really interesting. Um, there was some stuff that was very like inspirational, um, like the developer of uh, Lisa of Grace app, which is like this app for autistic kids, which is kind of really just amazing to hear how it changed her life and you know and her daughter's life. It's just a really really incredible story there were things like that but but then you know there were like the 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 things that you you would expect like Dave Whiskers had a great talk about Vesper and John Gruber gave a great closing keynote that sort of stuff but there was like other parts to it too and it was really nice everyone was in like this uh estate nobody left the estate like so people were always around you know so you could easily find people you didn't have to be like oh what bar are they in you know right so if you wanted to go and hang out there was a place to go and hang out you wouldn't have hung out in the hotel Mm -hmm. bar
1: so, that's where you learned all these new words that you're in the hotel using bar,, today. Yeah.
2: yeah, in the hotel bar, that was where I, that was where I learned everything
0: what okay. um so you think you you'll do it again,
2: definitely, yeah,
0: cool, I wish it was. Closer, I mean, for me, I mean, for a lot, I mean, obviously, for Americans, it's you know, Does, an international you're taking
2: travel. one of the only conferences, know, which is in I Europe. Know. I mean, look, I wish it was in America, but there's instead. not really
0: so. So, here's the thing like, the, cl- the I mean, it's competitor for lack of a better word, I guess, is Singleton, which is basically you know, uh, what is it? Is Singleton invite only? It's pretty close no. to it if it's not, no, it's is just it, is small. It it's a small, it's just tickets, small, basically. and so like, those are the two like good small conferences, and you have things like. NS Conf and conference stuff, but they're you know obviously developer driven. But um, and
2: singletons in Canada, so maybe there's a there's a thread happening here. All yeah. of the good small conferences are not in the United States because you wow. can't do anything small
0: because we're too big to fail. I think is what the president said. <laughs> um. Did uh. So we should we should get into uh, into follow up, I suppose. Follow up. Shirts are shipping. Shirts have shipped. We have pictures of people wearing shirts. Yeah, I mean wearing the prompt shirts, not wearing shirts in general. <laughs> we have people wearing their clothes. We have pictures of that. Yeah, please it, don't send. Nate it
2: always studies. sucks. Like I know that this is how shipping works, but <laughs> me and Federico are hosts of this show, and we will be of the last people to get t-shirts. Yeah,
1: yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it kind of strange, guys, that that somebody in the world is wearing your idea? Yeah. Yeah.
0: What's what's weirder? Okay, so uh, a, a developer I work with uh, listens to the show, and we're, they were giving me a hard time. They always give me a hard time on Wednesdays when I leave um, uh, work to come do this. And um, so his shirt's coming tomorrow. My shirt is coming tomorrow. And uh, one of the other guys was like, "He's going to get you to sign it," which would be ridiculous. So, but but what, what where the conversation ended was yes, it is sort of weird that like people have a shirt with our idea on it. Like, what if someone got a tattoo of our idea? That's how we know we've made it. Someone gets so, a prompt tattoo. If you get a prompt tattoo, send us a photo. Don't and get a prompt tattoo. But if you, you should, do... Yeah. <laughs> you should totally get a prompt neck tattoo to really show us you're serious.
2: If anybody in the world is going to get a prompt tattoo, it would probably be you.
0: That's a little stereotypical. What, of to, you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have a dog cow. I do have a out tattoo, and yeah, I have. Don't three, you? I don't have, you have also
1: have a, a Gilamelio tattoo? Uh, well, <laughs> it's more like a Melio forever. <laughs> it's not
0: really a tattoo; it's sort of uh, a bruise that just won't go away. <laughs> uh, it's a birthmark
2: in the shape of Gilamelio. <laughs> So oh my my T-shirts <laughs> have departed Los Angeles today, so that's good to know. Uh, my I say T-shirts, yeah. I think I bought like six of them. Yeah, you're Man. the reason well, we,
1: we went over... Yeah, for um, your usual shopping problem. Well, no,
2: because <laughs> they're only going to be made once and I kind of want some and I have uh, a family member who wants one and I bought a, a ladies Wh- for which for my girlfriend. Which,
0: fa- which family member?
2: My brother. He always your wants Your brother. Some. Even though he doesn't ever listen to the show, but he wants a t shirt anyway. I, I don't really understand that. But
0: Well, I mean podcasts take yeah. a lot of time to listen to these I like to
2: have one or two
1: that I don't wear. You know?
0: I I ordered two. I ordered I ordered a backup, if you will. A time machine of my own shirt.
1: It's when you wear Of course a, you of course you order their backups even. Yeah. Just I just have a shopping, shopping problem. Steven ordered a yeah. backup. Yeah,
0: I bought. I bought three shirts. I'm gonna have my main shirt. I'm gonna have a backup that's always connected to that shirt, and then I'm gonna <laughs> ship <laughs> the other one. To, Don't you have uh, an, an
1: off-site practice. T-shirt? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: I yeah. put it at his nan's house, and,
1: then <laughs> <laughs> and so, Hey, hey, man, can I can I ship my clothes to your house? Just you know, as a backup, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: just in case.
2: And then they send back the other one, for him. Oh.
0: Yeah, you gotta you gotta alternate. Sure. Uh so yeah, so shirts are out, so um we're looking forward to seeing them. The pictures they look really good in the pictures. I'm excited to see mine tomorrow.
1: Yeah, Sanja send, send us your photos. We want to see you. Yeah, Again. they
2: look like they printed quite well, don't they? Like it looked like the colors and stuff yeah. all came out pretty good. Which is which is
0: awesome. Yeah. For sure. Um what else? Uh oh, Mike. So last week we talked about in the app store the stupid near me tab mm-hmm. and we suggested that maybe you could share this week what's what your phone considers near you so do you mind sharing that real quick yep
2: it's pretty boring i have london bus live countdown of course bus london live countdown seriously <laughs> one one app is called london bus live countdown the other one's called bus london live countdown
1: that's, that's not confusing <laughs> at all
2: that's the app store guys <laughs> then i have london tube oh. status mm and Hype, London's best everything, which apparently... What does it mean? It's to discover what's happening in Shoreditch, Soho, Camden, and around right now. It and features what's heavily what's curated it? events, places, people, fashion, and local news.
0: So, wait, is Matt Alexander in charge of that app? That sounds it sounds like, like it would he would be, do. yeah. He's really into curated experiences. Yeah, and Hype. Yes, so, so that's what, how many, oh, was that four apps, five apps? Four apps. So really not much more than me. I think I had four. doesn't make sense um, to me
2: why there's only four. Like, I don't get that. Like, surely oh guys, there's more today, than four apps.
1: Today I'm in Rome. I can check the yeah, yeah. section.
0: It's all um, Vatican apps. <laughs> all Vatican okay, now, so, so this Flappy is pretty poop. weird.
1: <laughs> okay, now, so this is strange. Of course, Flappy we have poop. Rome Rome Bus. Um, we have Pro Bus Rome. <laughs> Rome Bus uh, Pro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We have Rombus, and then Probus Rome and then Roma Capitale. Oh, which what's is, that uh, one? Um, let's see. Um, news about the administration of Rome. Then we have Muoversi a Roma, mm. which is uh, again public transportation, and we have Il Meteo, which is weather. Simply, it's an Italian website. And then this is quite strange. We have Tinder. Which is uh oh the uh, the anonymous chatting app I was I wondering
2: if if any like if I would find that yeah so, is, so
1: that Tinder is, is popular Tinder is popular in Rome yeah okay it's not even localized, I guess
0: could you um do some tindering on the show and report back to us uh yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding
1: please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh God okay, so that's
0: interesting okay. um I mean, I kind of thought for a second Mike you might have something like um. Uh, I don't know. Is, is Uber in London like some sort yeah, of like I, metropolitan I, service? But I guess that's not really a local. Like, how does Apple define what's a local app?
2: Yeah. Well, the thing is, I'm not like in central London right now, so it would be totally different in central London. Like, so if if I do it in work, right? If I I've tried yeah. this before, I work in like a small sort of financial district. It's all official apps for the banks in the area.
0: So, so it's like, that. It's that. Um, S- specific,
2: yeah, so is it yeah, so it's basically everybody in those buildings are downloading the applications for their company.
1: Why would people who already work in a bank also download the app
2: because it's their bank, and maybe how they're yeah they're doing their banking, mm. hmm. doing I'm, not, their bank. I'm not convinced, no. okay, well, Federico, I work for a bank, and <laughs> wow, do you start yourself? No, I wow. think I said that before, I've worked for a bank, but I just don't say <laughs> which one.
0: Mm. Which bank do you mm. work for? Uh,
2: the Bank of Mike. Wow. It's not doing very well.
0: <laughs> is it? Is it Mike <laughs> coin they based? They
1: are buying all the things, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's
2: actually, so I work for the acquisitions department.
1: Yeah. <laughs> of course you do. I uh, just uh, acquire uh, products.
0: Yeah. Purchasing as a service platform. Mm-hmm. Purchasing as a pass. Uh, so, so Mike, the next the next piece of follow-up also has your name next to it. You've been using Cortana on your Windows 8.1 device how's I, that how's that going
2: I used Cortana for about 20
0: minutes that's literally a thousand times longer than I did so how's how's it going
2: so I just wanted to say a couple of things like I I just made a couple of notes I just used it for a short period of time just to see what it was like after talking about it a couple of weeks ago and there were just a few things that I picked out that I thought were really good so at first it asks Cortana asks like what do you want me to call you and you type in your name so I typed in Mike and it pronounced it Merck which is quite funny. It's like, is your name Merck? No. So then it it says, if it's incorrect, you can tap a button which lets you say it back. So I tapped a button and said Mike, and then Cortana then said Mike, which I thought was... It doesn't
0: know to do with that silly why you put in your name. Maybe.
2: But I was really impressed that you speak to it and then it pronounces it back to you. Like it... Hmm. I don't know. I just thought that was a really nice way of doing it.
0: Federico, doesn't iOS 7 do that? Or you can... yeah. It, it, so I think uh, I'm trying to think who it was. I've okay. got a friend who it didn't know what to do with his, with his last name, and I could like tell it or I could select the right option or something.
2: Okay, well then that's not that fancy, but it was just nice the way it did it. Anyway, uh, text entry by voice is incredibly fast and incredibly accurate, and it does that thing where it like it, it updates the text as you're speaking, but it's doing it like basically instantly. It's faster hmm. than any, if, in my own experience, faster than Google. Um, there might not be as many people using it.
0: Yeah, there's eight people.
2: <laughs> so then I, then I did a couple of tests between Siri and um, Cortana. Okay. Um, Speed-wise, wasn't that much difference, but I wanted to try a basic sort of question. So I asked both Cortana and Siri for the weather and it gave me both of these results in Celsius. So then I asked if they could change it to Fahrenheit. Siri provided me with the same weather forecast. In (laughs) Celsius, but Cortana changed the view and showed me in Fahrenheit. So that was like—it's an example of how Cortana can take one request and then have a supplementary request, which Siri cannot. Yeah,
1: because it understands like the context of a conversation. Yeah, that I saw that in the in the video. That uh, what was that? Windows Central, the website. uh, They have a really nice overview, and yeah, I saw that. Cool.
2: And so, the last thing which they the, like with the app integration, so like as third party app integration, so I could ask it to tweet for me and it would open the Twitter app. So I would say, like, tweet hello Federico, and then it would open the Twitter app and it would say hello Federico in the new Compose box, but I'd have to press the send button. But it was just showing that it wasn't completely there, but it was nearly there, like it was doing some cool things. So. There you go. That's kind, of, that's kind of it, really. I don't really have a lot more to say. It was just an interesting experience, and I think that there's definitely some stuff uh, that could be taken from from Cortana. And especially, more than anything, I think the, the non-ambiguous text entry would be fantastic, mm-hmm. rather than just yeah. like, as we spoke about so many times, you talk, and then there's this little spinning purple circle, and then maybe it's right, maybe it's wrong, maybe nothing happens.
0: Yeah, even if, you know, even if it's not actual feedback, <laughs> having some sort of interaction, you know, some sort of, like, idea that something is happening, because it can be really frustrating on iOS. I mean, everyone's experienced that, that it just, you talk and it just spins forever and nothing ever happens, and I almost want it to, like, you know, iOS, to, as soon as you hit the button to check to see if it can receive your input, and if it can't, to, like, give you an error immediately, as opposed to me dictating two sentences to a text message and then it just disappearing forever. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, the best part of Siri is when you you say something and then you wait like 10 seconds and then Siri is like I cannot take requests right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Siri is a diva. Wow. Uh Federico, you're up next.
1: Uh I guess is it about Spotify? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, uh in my quest for uh the perfect music streaming service uh i know steven that you like this topic very much um i uh, I, I
0: bought an ipod classic this week but please carry okay. on did you was, actually uh yeah it's it's oh, right here what is wrong with you? wow uh, R- so, re- uh, really, really mike you judge me for a purchase no no no, no that, not, that hurts not
2: the purchase the fact that you bought an ipod classic to put your music on in it's 2014. Probably,
0: it's probably going to be uh, replaced with something awesome at WWDC. Anyways, Federico, please continue. Uh,
1: so because uh, I like, actually, the cloud, um, unlike you, Steven, um, <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> I decided to give it a try to with Spotify. And to my surprise, um, the iPhone app was updated recently, and, and it's really nice. Uh, coming from... Basically, almost four years of audio and three months with Beats Music. Um, I found the Spotify app to be the one that visually I like the most because uh, it's really like it feels really good on iOS 7, but it's it's not like a stock design. It, they do all this fancy edge to edge work and all this like. Uh, green buttons and other UI stuff, animations. It's it looks really nice, and um, uh, the best part that stood out to me almost similarly was the 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 way that uh, Spotify learns from the stuff that you listen to, and without having to like uh, vote on a song. Like on Beats Music, you have to tap the little heart, and on RDO, you have the thumbs up and thumbs down. Uh, instead, Spotify seems to be learning just from what you actually listen to and i believe this is related to the the acquisition of the Econest, uh the the data music data company that spotify acquired like mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks ago and so it you don't need to vote you don't need to like or dislike a song you just uh, if you listen to an artist if you listen to some songs or if you actually listen to an album uh, the discover section will give you recommendations based on what you listen to, but it also explains why it gives you a specific recommendation. So right now I have, for instance, um, let's see... You listen to U2, you might like this song, and it gives me uh, Genesis. Or uh, you listen to Shut Out Louds, you might like Mando Diao. So it, it, it explains why it gives you a recommendation and it looks really nice. I also like the fact that when you when you're browsing, you can preview uh, a song or an album without actually playing it because you can tap and hold on the play button and mm. you can have a, like a quick preview, which is you know, um, it's really genius when you see it and other apps don't do this. Uh, I really like that. And they have a cu- they do some sort of curation. It's not maybe as a like as as focused and as a as a as advanced as the beats music uh, editorial curation, they they have some playlists like if it's late in the day, they give you like sleep playlist or uh, atmospheric calm or uh, deep focus, uh, or maybe if it's in the morning, they give you a workout playlist. So it's it's pretty nice, but it's not like the sort of music magazine curation that you see on Beats Music. Um, they also updated the app uh, a few weeks ago with the possibility to uh, build a collection of your music. So there's a new section uh, that, that is simply called Your Music. You can have um, a classic organization in playlists, songs, albums, and artists. And However, they still don't have um, a way to, uh, to see what you've been listening to lately. Uh, which is a, a feature of audio that I really like in the history section, also the new releases uh are not as organized as audio or um, there is a new releases section but it's not uh updated every every Tuesday like audio um so again um I'm still trying to understand what what's the perfect music streaming service for me uh Spotify I really like what Spotify is doing on the iPhone the Mac app has been updated too and um it's nice it's 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 got a new interface design it's uh, a lot of black UI elements uh it, it looks really nice with the contrast between the dark backgrounds and the album artworks um on the Mac I like that you can install uh, Spotify apps which are like extensions I have an app for Music Smash to see music lyrics. I have an app for Pitchfork to see what the cool kids are listening to, and and uh, does yeah. The, does uh, the
0: Pitchfork one, if you tap it, it just mails you a vinyl record?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, uh, really, um, I'm pretty happy with Spotify at the moment. I I purchased uh, a three month uh, premium account, so we'll see. It's it's really popular in Italy. Like in Italy, Spotify is like. Synonym of music streaming, and for instance, we have our there's a in TV uh, on the Berlusconi television channel. By the way, uh, <laughs> it's called me, it's called Mediaset. Uh, there's a there's a talent show called Amici, which means friends, and uh, it's basically about uh, young people learning to like to sing and dance and, and act. And um, the 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 folks on the show, the singers. Um, Every time the, there's a show on Saturday, they record the, the performance, and they have Spotify playlists. So you can follow the television show on, spo- on Spotify and get the live recordings of, of the performances, which is nice. And yeah, it's really popular nearly. It, because it's popular, I can find a lot of my friends on Spotify. So yeah, that's it. That's my fir- what, what was that two-week report of Spotify? So
2: I wanted you to talk about this because I've been wondering about Beats. Um I've been encountering some really weird bugs with Beats. Like just in general like the app is is still having some weird like playing issues that I thought would be re- re- like uh, fixed by now. Like sometimes I'm listening to a a playlist or an album and it just stops playing. Like the s- song ends and the next one just doesn't start, and that happens quite a bit um I'm also finding like that a bunch of music that I have uh that I've downloaded um either gets cleared from my library for reasons unknown um or i it's I have it downloaded, but it's no longer an available album on beats, and that sort of like fluctuation makes me concerned about the service.
0: Like it like it'll be in their catalog and then it'll be gone
2: yeah but so it's all grayed out, so Either. some somebody new can't go listen to it, but I have it downloaded so I can um so I've been looking at Spotify especially because I always said Spotify was a service for me if I could have better organizational tools I still can't reorder playlists, however, their new your music collection thing orders everything alphabetically and I don't have to add everything to a playlist. Which is kind of exactly yeah. what I wanted. So I'm thinking about switching back over to Spotify again.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, I also noticed that well actually before I started using audio in two thousand ten or eleven, I used to be a Spotify user. I had a fake US account, of course. Of course. And like most accounts in my life. Um and I remember uh, when I tried to create an Italian an an account in like with my Italian credentials, which mean which means my actual uh, personal information. Um, I remember that I couldn't stream anything in Italy because Spotify saw like my IP address, and so uh, everything was grayed out, and I, I couldn't stream like uh, Oasis or Blink One Eighty Two. I couldn't stream my favorite bands. I remember, and I was really sad. So I went back to using the fake US account through a VPN to to you know a bunch of acts. And um, but now everything's available in Italy. I don't have to do any any black magic. It's uh, I have Coldplay, Blink One Eighty Two, Isis, The Black Keys, everything. And I only found like a single album that I, that I couldn't find on Spotify. Um, which is it's weird because it was an album from The Ataris and I have no idea why they done. Yeah. Anyway, um yeah.
0: So I going to ask you guys that. So I know I I'll be I'll leave it vague and let you guys fill in if you if you want to cuz you're the you're the criminals here. Uh I mean, is it how often do you guys find yourself jumping through hoops to use services? Like I know I've bought like you guys both like gift cards and and stuff to various services. Like is that is that a thing that just you guys deal with because you're nerds? Or, or Federico, do you have a bunch of friends who are like running around with fake addresses in various streaming services?
1: No, I I always use the the address for Apple's headquarters at Cupertino.
0: Nice. But I mean, is that a common thing or is it just you? Is it, I mean, it's do you really, com- no, that? it's really common.
1: I know people really? in Italy who want, yeah, I know a lot of, um, Geeks in Italy who want to try the latest cool things, and we always make create fake accounts. That's how you. That's how you get past. you so know it's a, it's regular a com- restrictions.
0: Pretty common. I it's
1: guess. a thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't especially know people with,
2: that do these things, but I do these things.
1: So. No, especially for like Netflix and uh, Spotify and RDO when they were not available. There's there, there there's entire. Uh, series of tutorials and, and services to get past these stupid restrictions it's hmm. a thing Steven, yeah
0: I, I, I honestly just just didn't know I mean, obviously spoiled but uh, I
1: think it's time to move
0: on I think it's time to uh, talk about iOS 8 which is, you know assumedly talk coming talk about
1: iOS 8 or iOS 8?
0: oh oh <laughs> that's you're basically a rapper um I so i mean federico you wrote this thing i guess now a week ago two weeks ago but i would say wishes um i don't think we have to like uh you know comb through i mean people should go read it we don't want to cover all of that but uh mike you had a couple things in here i think i've got yeah. a couple things so mike why don't why don't you go first
2: so my my sort of idea for this, my hope, right, is that iOS 7 was for style and iOS 8 was for features. Like That's what I hope, that the reason we haven't got a bunch of the things we want still is because they had to do loads of design stuff, and that was what the time was being taken up on. Um, so a few things that I want. Um, I want Siri to be more powerful. I want it to be my actual assistant. If you look at stuff like Google Now and Cortana, they take the information that I have on de- the device and they display it back to me. Now, I know a lot of people don't like this idea, but me personally, I say to Siri, look at my email, look at my directions, look at basically any data I have on my phone and use that to display useful information to me. That sort of stuff doesn't bother me personally, and I'm happy to to give that to Cupertino if they want to do something with it um, and actually provide me with some useful information. Like, for example, if I have an email in my Gmail account but it's sitting on mail on my iPhone, do something to try and display that information if I have a flight information in there. I don't know if it's possible to do that non-server side, but I'm just saying it would be really cool if it could. Like, I'm not thinking about the technical parts of this because that's not, you know, that's not really what I do. I would would just love for that information that's on my phone to be passed out and displayed to me in a useful way. Um, Or at least with iCloud. You're not even doing it with iCloud email, and it's all going through your servers, right? So that's the way that Google does it with Gmail stuff. At least do it with iCloud accounts. Um, please do something useful with my photos. Just anything. Just
0: <laughs> there it is. Anything. Uh, I want to mark it 32, f- 32 minutes and 15 seconds into my local recording. We have mentioned photo management for the first please,
2: time. Please just do something with my photos. Like, just make... Basically, give me something which means they don't have to be on my device. Like... Photo stream storing a thousand photos which I can't clear and it's taking up all that space on my phone it's kind of frustrating um I would love something to be done about that or just in general just just please make photo management a, a better thing uh notification center I would really like actionable notifications um more granular support and changes so for example you know, just to be able to go in and m- more easily control notifications. Like it's it's too difficult at the moment. Like if, for example, if you want to make a change to all of your notifications, like if you want to say I don't want to see badges anymore, hmm. well, you have to go into every single app and disable badges. Like that that kind of thing is is kind of crazy to me. Um, and please just get rid of the missed tab.
0: Yeah, yeah, we talked about that and how it's yeah. basically
1: now we're gonna get all the tweets again i know yeah people some saying, people
0: some people out there really like that that tab but i agree well, with you guys it's not i don't i don't ever, I, I, I don't ever I said, go in there
1: as i said before
2: it doesn't make a jot of difference to me that i know what it does i still don't want it <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I still don't get it but maybe i'm stupid i don't know i still haven't like understood yeah. what's all about Seriously. yeah
0: so I, you know I, I agree so is that is that it, Michael? No, I'm Just, not done. Just a few things. I'm sorry, everyone. Done. I'm not done. I think no, I'm Mike.
2: summing up a lot of people's thoughts. Sure, there. yeah. yeah. Control Center, let's put some stuff in that. So,
0: and- I wanted to, to, to stop there. Yeah. Like, I would like Control Center. I, I don't know what Control Center needs to do that it doesn't do now, but that interface, like, even a year later, is confusing to me at times. And... Not like super user friendly like i i I would want them to clean control center up a little bit,
2: like the brightness bar and the volume bar and stuff
0: yeah, like just like I'm perpetually doing the wrong thing, yeah
2: um interact communication, Federico, why don't you take this one?
0: <laughs> oh dear
1: uh, is there really anything to say about it i mean the uh, anything they want to do. It would be welcome because seriously, it's 2014, and you know, iOS apps cannot talk to each other. And, and And I guess that now that we have the new design, maybe it's time to focus on how apps can communicate and exchange data. And even, I mean, I'm not talking about crazy stuff like oh, allow iOS users to empower users to create workflows and to create automated stuff. No. Really, just the basics. Like, uh, give developers the ability to share a common database between apps. And and now this may sound uh, obscure, but really the example is Text Expander for iOS. Uh, they needed to drop the the ability to sync uh, snippets using the Reminders database, and now they are using XCallback URL, and it needs to be embedded in every app. Because there's no solution to, you know, to to share a common database across apps from different developers, or even the ability to when you're using the iOS share sheet uh, with the op- opening menu, um, there's no API to say, okay, I want to op- I want to use the opening menu for these specific apps. I don't want to l- to let my user see. 10 different apps in the opening menu. I just want the user to see these two apps. There's no menu, there's no API for that. And um, uh, there's really a bunch of little things. And and again, we could go on with the the more advanced features, like being able to see, being able to work with multiple apps at the same time, which does not mean uh, seeing multiple windows on the screen, but I'm thinking about something like XPC and the way that, Apple's Mail app, uh, since iOS six, has been able to 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 work as a remote controller, and the way that it comes up from in any app, and it can access the, the the Mail accounts that you already have in Mail. So there's really a lot of things that Apple could do, and the list is huge at this point because for the past five years, six years, they've done nothing. So really, <laughs> they have plenty of choice to <laughs> for inter app communication. Yeah,
0: nah, for sure, and we obviously have covered that at length. And, you know, it's one of those things where you can see little bits and pieces of it here and there, like you said, with the mail, the share sheets and stuff. But uh, I just I just don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. Um, you guys covered basically all but two of the things I was going to list. Um, so I would love for AirDrop to work between the Mac and iOS devices, like... Uh, apps like Command-C, which I know we've reviewed and talked about on the show. Great app. There are other apps like it. Um, like they're great, but it'd be super awesome just to airdrop like, a photo or a document or something from my Mac to my iPad and walk out the door. Um, that'd be huge. And then having uh, the ability to uh, ha- add extensions to Safari. So like the Evernote Clipper is the first thing that comes to mind uh, for me, uh, I use it often on my Mac and it would be really nice to use it on the, uh, on the iPad as well. I think out of my obviously sh- short list because you guys took all the, all the other ones I had, I think the airdrop one is maybe a little more likely. And I think it would be a reworking of how it works on OS 10. Um, there was an article on iMore, I think like yesterday or today kind of talking about that, which I thought was uh, interesting. Um, uh, I don't know. It, it would be a little convenience factor that, for, you know, for me at least, I would I would enjoy.
1: I I did include a drop for between iOS and iOS ten in my wish list. On your article, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. It it would be super convenient, and just for me, it would be to share uh, images primarily because uh, that's what I do. Like I take a photo, and I wanted to quickly put it on my Mac because forest stream is slow and doesn't work for me. Right. And yeah. Yeah. I would love that.
2: For sure. We haven't um, set the world on fire with this topic. I kind of wanted to do it more in a sense of we've put our sort of flag on the ground now. These are the things yeah. we'd like to see. And I think it'd be fun to go back and look at how many of those, if any, Get ticked off in a couple of weeks' time.
0: That's going to be a depressing episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, seriously,
1: in 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 all in all seriousness, uh, I think we're going to see probably just a few of of these, like of course, airdrop, yeah. airdrop and I would I would say some ser- serious stuff, but I wouldn't bet on like a textual mode that Mike and, and I would would like to see. Uh, Actionable notifications, I don't, I don't see happening. I would love them. Uh, I, I don't yeah, know. It's I don't just, know. I mean, uh, they,
0: they've added them on. I mean, OS 10 has them, and, and I think that's a really like, if you see Apple doing something on one platform, you can kind of guess that it could be on the other one. Yeah, um, but it's
1: just a quick reply for text. It's not like you get a notification for an alarm in the clock app and, and there's a switch in the notification. It's, it's just for text. That so would be, that would
0: be a good first step, though. Yeah, um, yeah. So we'll we'll I guess we'll know in what three weeks. That's crazy. Crazy.
1: Yeah. Can we can we do can we do predictions like uh, just the week before?
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, we're we're obligated to as a Apple centric broadcast. I think.
1: But but we need we need to to spice it up a little bit, like mm. actual prizes.
0: Oh, oh, between yeah. the three of us.
1: Yes. Ooh,
0: that could be interesting.
1: Like we do. Like we do. The a little... loser
0: gets a, a Gil Emilio tattoo. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? Is... <laughs> Didn't you say it first? <laughs> uh, probably. Uh, that would be that'd be interesting, Federico.
1: We need to we need to build like a, like a like a WWDC uh prompt bingo web app or lotto something like with cards for predictions and 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 there's little jokes for the prompt mixed with actual ios and so so, predictions. so if
0: so if an apple executive says the phrase take action on stage uh, it's exactly every everybody yes. wins
2: yeah everyone wins a car
0: wow i don't think we can commit to that
2: well you might not be able to
0: Mm, look at me. I don't uh, have any money, really. <laughs> guys. Hey, sp- so speaking of not having any money. <laughs> oh, no. App.net. Oh. App. App. <laughs> app. <laughs> uh, app. App.net.
1: In the history of segways, that's like king. Segway. Yeah. That's it's pretty a good, pretty right? good one.
0: So, explain, explain. they had a blog post yesterday from their co-founders. Um, basically, they're... Okay, so let's see if I get this right. Their renewal rate was high enough for them to be profitable and self sustaining as long as they fired everybody. Yeah, see, I don't get this. Like, no. oh, oh, it was profitable only if we remove like 95%
2: of our overheads. Like, that's not profitable anymore. That's, that is not making yeah. money. Well, I mean, you don't work in finance. Well,
1: well that's semantic. Anything is profitable
2: if you remove all <laughs> of the overhead. Like it doesn't the way they wrote this post, like I really like these guys, but it seems like such a strange thing to say it's it's like they had to say they was, they were a success, like they couldn't not say they were a success, like because they okay, clearly were not a success because they have not been able to succeed at what they were attempting to do, like mm. just saying, oh, the service we can basically pay for servers and maybe a contractor every now and then if something breaks." Like that is nowhere near what you said you were going to do. And I've maybe gone on a rant before we even attempted to explain it. So maybe we should do that and come and circle back to one.
0: I mean, I mean, I think we covered the news. They had their big first round of paid renewal. So, so app.net, if you have been under a rock for two years, paid social network, you know, a couple of years ago, people were really like fired up and angry about Twitter. And like some people who used to have Mac blogs, rage quit Twitter. And then like, I don't know, like it came up and it, App.net really capitalized on that, and they had a very a successful fundraising campaign, and then did some really interesting things. But did they? They had Alpha, yeah. which was well, basically no, like, Twitter. They had private messages. They had a Kickstarter clone. Yeah, but then like, they did like the developer incentive program. Okay, so, so but the platform itself wasn't all that unique, right? The and the developer thing that was what if I so like if I wrote an App.net client, I could and it was popular, they would give me money basically, like to su- subsidize it. Yeah. Um, that really was cool. And and everybody... I, and I, I've talked to a couple of developers over the last couple of days with app.net-dependent applications, and I've heard very positive things about app.net and the API that the API was really good to work with, and they really shipped quality stuff, which kind of makes this all the harder to swallow. But
1: Yeah, every every developer I talked to said that the app.net API was really nice, but it doesn't seem like you can build a profitable business uh offer a, a nice developer api well not which any said
2: yeah yeah i see what you mean yeah
1: um so i mean the users just were not there yeah and uh, and, and what's strange um about this is that it's it seemed to be like the sort of geek friendly service you know it's it's um, independent company uh, they launched to paid plans so you can you know we always make a big deal out of paying for the for the services that you use and App.net launched as a paid service and, and so it, it it had all the possibilities to be like the sort of the sort of web service that that we that we dream of right and and instead people who used to be like upset with twitter actually Went back to Twitter because it's just where the you know where the people are, and honestly, I'm a huge fan of like the the idea that the App.net API and and like uh, the, the differentiation between the different uh, services that they offered, but at the same time, launching to just uh, alpha the Twitter clone. I guess it became a problem because people saw Up. dot net as the like the Twitter for uh, like a few people with longer messages, and mm-hmm. then when they when they started to 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 like to to ship uh, different features, uh, the people just didn't care. And uh, it looks to me like a nice developer uh, developer experiment, and not as a really uh, as a company for actual. Users.
0: Yeah. And I wanted to touch on what you just said. You know, that nerds, the nerds in our circle, like we talk a big talk about like wanting to pay for services that we want to use. Right. And so when a lot of, when after that came around, and myself included, I was like, yes, something they have, they seem to have a sustainable business model. Um, They're nice guys, they have a nice API, like whatever. But as soon as they introduced that free tier, so it, Net initially was like 50 bucks a year and then dropped in price and they had a free tier. And like, and sort of in that time frame that this blog post is talking about where most people's uh, subscriptions were due to renew. Every time I opened REPOST, it was all like, well, I'm going down to the free tier, you know, Um Like, from the very nerds, some of the very nerds, including myself, I did not renew my subscription. So, these these people's jobs are on my shoulders. But, like, that's the thing. Like, you talk a big talk, but then either... So, here's my question. Did app.net either not fulfill a promise that they had made that this was going to be, like, something awesome that people would be willing to pay for? Or did we just get tired of paying for it because we, like all other people on the internet, prefer free?
1: No oh. because in pr- in practice we just have Twitter for social conversations. we have Dropbox for files, we have Foursquare for check-ins so and so
0: so the failure was that the, they did not ha- offer anything uh, so unique, unique.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was a nice API just not so unique in in and and it's a chicken and egg problem because maybe there were features of and, and implementations of the API that were really nice. And and maybe they they could have led to to unique ideas on the on the client side uh, with unique apps, right? Because I'm thinking of something like uh, Steve Strazas, uh, Ohai or uh, Meton Reese's um, Sun, Sunlit, mm-hmm. and there are there's the possibilities for unique ideas, not ne- even if the ADN company doesn't necessarily want to ship unique applications. Developers could have made unique ideas. It's just that without users, there's no uh, there's no reason for developers to invest in 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 using the API to make such innovative applications. So and, and and in the meantime, people are using Twitter and Dropbox and Facebook and Foursquare. So it doesn't really add up. You know, it, what do you do? You do nothing, and this is the result. In my opinion.
0: What about you, Mike?
2: I will pay for services if i use them like it's not a charity like i paid for app.net thinking i would use app.net i didn't renew because i hadn't logged in for months yeah like,
0: I, I i think that was a that was something i definitely saw as people were saying well i'm not renewing my subscription that was definitely verbiage that you know we saw
2: like I'm i'm not interested in yeah, and and it's, it's a harsh thing to say, but like I'm I'm not interested in just supporting a company for the sake of it. Like they've it it was an amount of money that is not just a tiny amount of money that I can just let go or whatever. Right. It, I it mean, you got, cost- you have
0: a, I mean, you have a smartphone addiction to feed. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, buddy.
1: No, seriously. What Mike says, it's actually the way that most people. No, and I,
0: I don't disagree and, and it's one of the reasons I let my subscription lapse was like this just isn't something that's valuable to me. Um it's tough like I don't envy their position, right? Like it's got to suck to have to do that. Yeah, um, and and
2: I I've met with and spoken to those people a bunch and it's really sad and I, and it sucks that that they didn't that they weren't able to make it. I wish that they would have done. I I wish they would have made or been able to or at least developers, you know, be able to make a environment that I wanted to use. But that just wasn't the case. Like everything that they did, where it was all great, and it may have been in a bunch of ways better than other services, it was all very like me too. Like we also have this service, which is kind of like this one that you use. And it would have been really awesome if there would have been like, basically imagine if app.net really took off, like if it really took off. And we all moved there, right? For Twitter, all of the other things that it would have done, we would have used them all because we would have had this like one place where all this information stored. Mm-hmm. That was what they were trying to do, but they did they couldn't get that core functionality to go over. And I think they had some serious problems that they didn't address, like branding. Like yeah, the their
1: name it's it's insane. It, it was
2: a constant thing that was brought up, and I interviewed Dalton Caldwell and brought it up to him. Mm-hmm. And he gave me an answer which was good but was clearly it was very much an answer of you know we don't see ourselves as a uh, as needing to have a brand our apps have the brand but clearly that was a problem for them because I think if they would have been able to market it better and brand it better then people may have took to it a bit more but they that didn't happen and I, and I think there are other things that, that weren't necessarily addressed but I think more than anything they just didn't have anything they didn't have anything that was new like really sort of super new. Everything was a good version of something else that already existed. Mm-hmm. And because the core functionality didn't take off, none of the like the offshoots of the app.net framework were able to take off either. I think to me, the ma-
1: the main prop, the main problem is that if you're if you're not aiming at the at being Just a developer company, right? Because you're also one, I'm not saying normal people and the general public and the millions of users that Facebook and Twitter have, but if you're trying to address the the tech geek audience, and why would someone um, switch from Dropbox or, uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Foursquare, all these different Kickstarter for backing? Crowdfunded campaigns. Why would you switch from these established, uh, popular services to an API? Because essentially they were selling an API and a platform uh, that does a bunch of different things on a on a, on, a, on a smaller scale, and and that maybe as a nicer developer friendly API. But in practice, it's just not a a, a strong enough selling point. You, right. you cannot se- you cannot sell. The idea of an API or an API—it's just a difficult proposition, and it's a lot like you're trying to sell an Apple Developer Program, which everybody needs. Uh, so it's—they it, were sitting in between this developer audience and 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 a, a geek audience, and nobody really knows what's going on.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean, I think that's definitely a very real thing. I mean, you look at like established services like people don't generally move between like Google services and iCloud and back and forth. And so to definitely move to something that doesn't feel as cohesive, which was part of the promise, right? Like that's, I think you said it really well being in between developers and consumers. The you've got to be a cohesive front and they never, they never had that. Um, so I don't know, like they say they're going to keep, keep on keeping on that. They're going to keep the service running um, I can't imagine that the news of this is going to do anything good uh, for their growth. In fact, I, even today, I, I checked right before we started recording, and even some more people were like, well, I'm so-and-so on Twitter, you know, goodbye. Um, <laughs> that's how it remember is. When,
1: remember when podcasts used to end with, I'm like um on twitter and app.net and, yeah i remember doing you know. that i remember when i yeah. made the
2: decision to just
0: stop i still i still um have 512 like autoposting Dap.net. it has its own. oh app. yeah
1: you have my sorry sue yeah
0: yeah so it's eh, i think it's got some time left in it but clearly the 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 dream well, has has passed by
2: developers are going to stop working on their applications because oh yeah yeah no they, it's breaking no, down there's no new users and there's not going to be any more users, and people like are not going to buy new apps, and there's no developer incentive program anymore. So that's well,
1: why don't you just kill the the service like in a week? Yeah, I don't What's, know why. I don't know why. It's like are they hoping to 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 create like a taxmate two scenario with like open source <laughs> contributions or something? I mean, that would
2: be useful. I I feel like that there's kind of. Mm, this is this is purely maybe this is unfair to say but i feel like there might be that idea of like maybe if we do this it will like prompt a groundswell of people to
1: try and save us you know oh yeah like somebody try to buy us
2: yeah or like maybe if we do this people will be like no we should support app.net and then everybody Mm -hmm. goes and signs up again because i can't see it it's clearly this is clearly not this is too big to be like a evening project, because they had an entire team of people working on it. I mean, admittedly, there won't be active development, but this clearly won't be something that will just run on its own. Like, oh yeah, we'll just plug it in in the corner and it will just take care of itself. And I don't know, it all feels really, really weird to me. And there feels like quite, quite a significant amount of PR speak in this announcement. Yeah. Um, and and I, and which which is a shame because. They were always very open, and I, I, this just feels to me that they're not being. And like to to try and give the idea that this is going to run forever is not the case. Like Marco and and John Gruber, like six months, I reckon that's probably about right. Like I can't. How's it going to continue? Like no one's going to be there. Why? Why bother?
1: And does it, this mean that we're going to see the return of Tant Dotties? oh man remember that day <laughs> like there was <laughs> a specific day last year or two years ago I think it was two years ago when everybody signed up for tent.io tent. I,
2: I don't think
0: it's up anymore tent,
2: tent.io is tentio
0: uh, that's tent. submitted cupcake. io. I'm I on, say
1: io. But I'm you on, know that io means I in Italian, by the way.
2: Yeah. Um, tent.io. I'm on it right .io. now. All your data in one place. Tent is, this is still for a professional data communications. I remember like John Syracuse being like
0: the only person that I knew. <laughs> no, that like, Also, had Lauren Victor.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: think my uh, uh, page is there anymore. There's, there's no sign up anymore. T-
0: tent.is was their self hosted like their hosted solution, and that's gone. Ah, uh, now. so now it's it, nobody
1: just, really you understood what Tent.is is.
0: it always made me? It always made me
2: think of tentness. <laughs> 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 Welcome uh, to the prompt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Tentus.
1: is still- Why? What? I just. I just. What is happening? I just went to Ten and I was redirected to Cupcake.io. Yes, yeah, the pair. What's, what's a cupcake?
0: What? <laughs> no, like I don't me I mean what's a
1: cupcake. I mean what's what's the cup, cupcake website?
0: Uh, um, it's the controlling software vendor, I think, or something. This is
1: really confusing. Um,
0: uh, so we're just gonna just move on. Um, yes, we
1: well, ended uh, on a that, on a I, strange note.
0: Wrap it up. It's sad news.
2: Definitely yes. sad news. Especially
1: for the people who got laid off.
2: Yeah, re- and, and as I say, very, very nice people, and I wish that this wouldn't have happened. I wish they could have continued forever. If anything, I wish that App.net would have been a success and we would have wanted to go there every day. That wasn't the case. I think their announcement was really weird, and I don't think it's going to last forever.
1: There you go. Nothing lasts forever. What's that song, Guns and Roses? November Rain? You guys know the song? Nothing in Forever in sure. Rain. Sorry. Sometimes I think about songs when we record the show.
0: It happens a lot.
1: That's amore.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit about, and I thought it was a particularly good week for it. Um, I feel not just on our show, but like sort of like in our community right now, there's like a lot of um sort of like negative like negativity uh negative negativity negative d- d-
1: d- in the apple community
0: yeah uh, about some very uh some very specific things you know we've spoken if you kind of uh back up a while um i work You know, Iowa 7, uh, Mike not restoring his phone. Please don't even. Why do we have to? (laughs) The, you know, last couple weeks, the longevity slash importance slash possibilities of the iPad. Like, there's just been a lot of, like, talk about things that may be not, not completely positive. And I'm not saying, like, I am far from, like, sunshine and puppies, but... I'm not. I'm I'm a glass half empty kind of person, but I thought. I thought. I just found it interesting that there's like these been the string of events um, where, like, if you ask me, like, what how I feel about like Apple's software at the moment, like, it's just gonna be a frowny face. Um, But I just kind of wanted to see what you guys think about that. Like, I for one, like, I don't think like when we complain about iWork or complain about uh you know that OS 10 redesign is going to keep me up at night like we talked about last week that uh <laughs> that that's just to fill air like those are real concerns um and I for one think they're real concerns because like the three of us and lots of other people like us like we, we rely on this stuff to like get our our jobs done like to make mm-hmm. our paychecks happen like federico you're entire existence well not your existence but you know your entire professional life would like be something totally different if it weren't for yeah for apple um you know mike like so many of your podcasts are centered around like the the apple ecosystem this show is a prime example my website like this stuff just wouldn't be what it is without without apple at the center of it and it's not because we're fanboys it's because that you know we we really do rely on this stuff and. Just as any good uh you know any good carpenters interested in the tools and the materials he uses, I think we share that with the computers and software that we use um I think that's much a much more deep seated interest than just oh, I'm a fade boy, you know does that make sense yeah, also, we just yeah. really care about it, like
2: this is the stuff that we just really care about. So we kind of get wound up by things.
1: Yeah, and I guess that in general, when you when you cover negative stuff, you always get more page views and traffic than positive feelings and thoughts. <laughs> it's the reason why it's the reason why on the news you hear about people killing other people instead of people making babies, because just there's a there's a I guess a general affinity for hearing. Bad stuff and for criticism because it because it generates a discussion because because and because it attracts eyeballs and because it, especially when it comes to tech, um, talking about improving things is maybe a, a sort of engineer mentality and you always try to imagine how you can make something better and okay it, sometimes it's fun to say here's. Like everything that I love about Apple but then if you have a blog and you always cover and you always write about the things that you love uh, people say that you're a fanboy or people say that that maybe Apple is giving you money to write those things so it's not like in my case even uh, uh, I try to um, like my iOS wish list for instance I try to to make that uh, not not a regular uh, thing on Mac stories I do that once a year and then uh, I try to be honest, you know. When when I, when I find something that doesn't work, because I expect software and products from Apple to work uh, in a certain way, I I always try to be honest. And and when I see something that's broken, like iCloud and iWork, uh, or take action and that sort of stuff, I just I, I feel like I have an obligation for my for my readers and uh, on the show listeners to to talk about that and and why why wouldn't why wouldn't somebody cover the negative stuff and the stuff that doesn't work and again i think that uh, we need to we need to make uh, a difference between the sort of actual negativity and actual criticism and because in the, especially in the in the apple related blogs you see something like apple is doomed and apple should buy this company because they're, they 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 don't know what to do with the cloud apple is losing money apple stock is dropping and then you see actual critics uh for about you know the problems with iOS 7 the problems with with the way that iOS apps talk to each other so the it's not really just one uh, big uh problem. It's it's different kinds of uh negative if you want to use this word uh, thoughts about uh the way that Apple should could work better. And and uh, honestly uh, like I don't see anything uh necessarily bad about criticizing something that could always be improved.
0: No absolutely uh and that's 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 a good way of putting it. You know you, you don't you don't criticize things you don't care about, you know, the the opposite of love is not hate. It's, it's apathy. Um, And it, this is just like, this is like kind of what nerds do, right? Like we, we hold our obsessions in high regard. And if, you know, if if someone, you know, a a person in, in our lives who, who care, who cares about us, if they, if they stop looking out for us, if they stop, helping us try to improve ourselves. You know, if they if they if they see us in a bad situation and don't say anything, you know, that that's a that's a sign that maybe that relationship isn't isn't awesome. Um and it's it's critical for uh that sort of feedback in the real world, right? Like if I'm gonna do something dumb and my wife foresees that it's gonna be dumb, she's gonna say something because she cares about me and and wants me to, to be well. And, and, you know, obviously it's a little bit different between, um, nerds and a technology company, hopefully, but it's really not. It's, it's that sort of, you know what? Like I, I care about this stuff and, and I rely on it and it's important to me. And you know, I've got things to say about it. And if that's not always positive, or if that's not always, uh, an agreement with whoever is listening or reading, like, so be it. Like, that that's fine. We can we can disagree, but it's like if we just if we just sit by and 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 not complain that Apple you know stripped all this stuff out of iWork and and we don't with things like the OS X beta program leave feedback, then then we're not helping improve the 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 little world in which we occupy.
1: I agree, of course.
0: So you know, we don't. We is don't. Mike, is
1: Mike still with us? Yeah, I'm Mike's still
0: here. Mike's dead. Okay. Um, are you overseas, Mike? Yeah.
1: No, but I I can see why you know, listening to the show, especially. Um, maybe we made a little fun of you know, take action, that sort of stuff. And I remember we we got a couple of tweets of people upset about the way that we laughed about you know uh, iCloud and but but the. The underlying idea is that we're not we're not criticizing features that don't work because we we make a comedy show. It, it's just that really we try to use the the functionality and we try to use iCloud and iWork and we noticed um, we noticed things that were broken and yeah okay we made a couple of jokes and but but it's not like we are you know obsessing over finding the negative elements about Apple as a company, and, and and I guess that when you have a community uh, of people who care so much to constantly discuss the way that sh- that your that your products and your software and uh, applications could be improved, I guess that's a good thing, because, uh, I mean, you don't see, and, and now I, I don't mean this as a joke, but you don't see the same discussions about, I don't know, App.net or uh, and even Facebook, you know, and you, you, you don't see the kind of passion about we want iOS to be better, we want this Apple application to be better. It's just that there's a lot of attention, of course it's Apple, and, and I guess that also iOS 7 was a complicated upgrade for people, and for nerds especially, and there's people like Mike, you know, getting all the crashes and... Um, the, the the requests for a restore and um, you know it's, it's it was a series of problems so the iOS seven upgrade with Mavericks there was the the mail um, problem with Gmail and and then other problems with search and you know it's it's complicated so uh, it's it's like a relationship really uh, you gotta you gotta point out the little things that don't work and try to make those better and 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 I guess that in general that's also a good practice for life. You know, it, it, like you said, it's even if you apathy, it's not really a good way of living. So it's better to criticize and maybe um, every once in a while, may knock a couple of jokes, then just be quiet and say nothing, and then you know, then everything said. So I, I think we're on. We we if we if we keep our healthy discussion. Um, policy going on will be fine and I just think maybe the, maybe this year we'll be happy with ios 8 and ios 10 10 10, 10. <laughs> i think this
2: year has just been harder than other years like there's been a lot yeah. more criticism because there have been more missteps and more weird things happening and more bugs than there's usually been and yes because it's probably been a hard year for apple with development stuff but Yes, it has been harder and it's felt harder for users. And uh, so I think there's been more, to, there has been more to complain about. And there's also like a a level of uncertainty about what the company's doing more than, than previously. Um, because they've gone, you know, longer periods of time without having anything to say and stuff like that. And I think that builds on it. Um, and so I think, I think all in all that there is just a, a, a more of a, a a feeling of unease amongst the people that care about these things than there has been before
0: yeah i think i think that's really fair the, i mean the last year has definitely seen a lot of activity in a lot of different fronts and there's been lots of you know words shared on is apple stretched too thin and, and that's not really the conversation we're having but you know it they came off a period of of relative quiet on a lot of fronts. I mean, iWork was, you know, old. Um, They're still, still on the, the OS 10 side of things. There's still a lot of core apps that are really aging and they moved in some pretty big bounds in a bunch of different ways and dropped the ball in a lot of places. And so it's, it's, it's only to use Federico's word honest to call them on that. Yes. Yes.
1: I, I agree with you.
0: Yay. That's always nice. Um, at picks? Should we do app picks? Weekly picks. You want to lead off, Mike?
2: Sure do. So this is one that I've, I've been waiting to do, but I wasn't uh, on the show last week. So uh, it was last week, I think last Tuesday. Um, there was an update for Clear uh, for iOS and OS X um, to add reminder support to Clear. Um, I added a couple of other things too that I'll talk about, but um, I'm really happy with this this update. So, like, it, it basically what it's doing now is it's, it's having, um, it's not Apple reminder support, it's just a support for like alarms added to tasks.
0: Yeah, the terminology. I, I had a lot of people ask me, yeah, oh, it's not integrating into uh, iCloud. It's like, well, no, it's a, its own thing.
2: So it's adding alarms basically local alarms to tasks that you add in your clear list mm-hmm. um, and I have been using clear more as a result like I'm mm. I'm playing around with potentially trying to move some of the tasks that I have in omnifocus into clear wow. instead.
0: are you guys we you have said that exact sentence on the show before.
2: I did it with another app and it didn't work out very well.
0: Yeah, I was like, I just had like really strong deja vu about that. Anyway, sorry. Go yeah,
2: ahead. I tried to use Reminders. I tried to use an app that used Reminders. I think it was a good task.
0: Yeah, that app needs a little work.
2: And it was a horrible experience. Um, I'm not there yet, like just because I haven't done it all. Because I, I don't want to just go all in because I'm kind of tied to OmniFocus. Um, and I think I might try and use the two apps uh, in parallel, like... For, diff- for different things. Like, clear might be more for wider projects and things that don't, that aren't so urgent as opposed to, like, things that have strict deadlines because OmniFocus has more granular controls about the way you can, like, push tasks off and
1: stuff like that. You mean, like, your grocery list?
2: Well, yeah, but grocery lists I don't necessarily need to set a reminder on. But, like, little projects that are my own things that if, if I miss it because for any reason I just miss it, it's not going to, like... Mm cause me to get fired, you know, mm. um, because the what, like, so there's a couple of things that I'd still like to see um, some sort of indicator that a certain list has unread, I- uh, uh, like, uh, due overdue items in it. Because, like, if you have an item in a list and an alarm has gone off and then you open clear, you don't know necessarily if there's something specific. So, I don't know how they would do that. That you know, that doesn't it's not world breaking, but it'd be nice. Um, and this is a bigger thing, just a bigger feature, because then I could remove another app that I use. Shared lists—I would love a way to have shared lists in Clear.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I was thinking about that in actually very specifically. Um, my wife uses Clear, and you know, I showed her the reminders and the alarms and everything, and she was excited about that. Um, and I just don't know how they could do it using iCloud, since iCloud is like user siloed. That I, I, and I could be wrong, but I think they would have to have a non iCloud service. Yeah, to to do that, which is a limitation of iCloud, in my opinion. Not yeah. so, not like real Mac implementation of it.
2: So I mean, obviously that's tough. I mean, they, they would have to redo things. But so that's why it's I'm kind, of, kind of like I don't criticize them for it because they made a choice for a yeah. platform which they should you know in theory should work for them, but it does in most ways like I, I i don't ever have any problems with syncing between Mm-mm. my but clear on ios and clear on the mac so yeah, that works great. but it's for this other feature that i want that they don't have like it's like can't really like can't you just do this thing that i want but because uh, yeah. i use an app called silo which i like very much um and that's something that that i use for shared lists with my girlfriend um, mm. But she uses and loves clear. Like could she does you,
0: Could you share some of the items on that shared list?
2: Well, just yeah, with, like, with
0: the with the, the the group.
2: Sure. Like for example, we have an entertainment list, and I'm just mm. about to knock off Goodfellas because we watch Goodfellas on the weekend. Or there's so that that was that's what you're getting. Okay. Um. Uh. <laughs> but she does some really interesting stuff in clear that I hadn't seen before. So like, this is just a, a an interesting use case that I just wanted to share very quickly. So. She has like a list of like um, errands, and she has a day of the week as each item, and it puts like uh, backslashes like bit, like in front of the item. So like slash slash Monday slash slash, and that is that's like a header. And then she has Monday items, and then she that's has almost
0: that's almost markdown. <laughs> that's what she,
2: she's done. <laughs> she's basically created clear down, um, mm. mark clear, clip mark clear. I like that's clear bad, down. I mean. Clear down, we'll yeah. go with clear down. But I just thought it was really interesting. But that the, the, I just saw that and thought some people might want to use that, and I thought I'd share it. But um, I really love that. I love they have the the date picker is incredible. Like yes, they created their own custom date picker. It's it's worlds better than the iOS one. Um, like the swiping left and right to go from date to to time, and just the way that it works, and also. Try and set, I won't spoil this, but try and set a date and time in the past. You get a very good error message. But I think my favorite thing about the new Clear is the sound packs that they've added. So there are two new sound packs one's called Sci Fi, one's called 8 bit. Um, and you can, they're in at purchases. I think for people that bought Clear Plus, there's a way to get it for free. I'm going to say. It's not easy. It, they use that receipts thing. Um, mm. I'm gonna find that and put it in the show notes. Um, but I, w- I bought the 8-bit sound pack and I love it. It's so good. Can I? Can I? Would you mind, gentlemen, if I if I gave you a little taste of what it sounds like when I use Clear?
0: Do it. <laughs>
1: 8-bit sounds.
0: Wow.
2: So there you go. And it makes it like a million times more fun.
0: <laughs> That's... uh No, Clear has always been one of those apps that has a lot of personality. And uh, I think it's... I, I find... Often find things like that to be annoying. Like TweetBot, I banished all the sounds a long time ago. But uh, Clear is has got a lot of fun going on.
2: And that makes, that. I don't know, I feel like those sounds, they give me an extra boost when I'm knocking on some tasks because I'm mm. like, yeah, I'm collecting some coins. Yeah. Uh, woo. So yeah, uh, I, I have been a longtime fan of Clear and uh, they've, they've, they've added some really, really cool uh, features that I think you should check out. Um, it's available in the App Store and it's on
1: iOS and Mac OS ten.
0: Cool. Um, Federico? Hi. Do you have a pick?
1: Yes, and of course my weekly pick is Spotify for iPhone, the new version of the app. Like I said before on the show, it's really nice update and it received support for uh, the Your Music section uh, in the last update. It used to be a private beta and now it's available to everyone. And also what I want to point out is that it's not Uh, documented anywhere, uh, but mm, you can use uh, this, you can launch a Spotify search using a URL scheme, and of course uh, (laughs) I wanted to cover this, and I configured the Spotify search shortcut in my Launch Center Pro. And, and, I, and I really like this because um, in, the, in the Spotify app, it takes a few taps to go to the search section and then to press uh, the search bar and clear an existing search. And instead, if you use the, 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 the URL scheme shortcut, you can just type and you're taken straight to a new search for uh, your search term and, and it's really nice. And again, Spotify, new version, of iPhone, uh, I'm trying at the moment. Nice discover section. Uh, your music, your scheme, free on the App Store. You gotta unlock the Pro uh, subscription with uh, on the web from Spotify.com.
0: Cool. Uh, mine is a uh, $5 Mac app uh, by Minitrix, are the people who do Moom and a bunch of other great uh, OS X utilities And uh, TimeSync sits in your menu bar. And there's other apps like this, uh, but I really like TimeSync for a couple of reasons. Uh, What it does is it keeps um, track of what you're doing on your Mac. And so I can open it, and I can see that uh, my activity report, uh, Safari, TweetBot, Google Chrome, and Messages are my top four most used applications. And I can dial in and, like, zoom in and see okay, I just want to see from 7.45 a.m. to 12.15 p.m., you know, what was I using? And and suddenly BusyCal's in there because I was in BusyCal for a while, and so was Excel. And so not maybe super useful on its own, but what I think is is special about apps like this is that you can use them to sort of track... um, Track what you've been doing throughout the day from sort of a job perspective. So, what what I mean by that, you can create pools, uh, they call them, pools in um, Timesync. And so, I could say, you know, what if I were a developer, which I'm not, I want, you know, I want uh, PHP Storm and Terminal and uh, you know uh, Sublime Text all in a pool. So, if I'm in one of those apps, that time is being counted against de- air quotes development time. Or if I'm in Photoshop or Illustrator. Uh, that those would counter design time if i'm an excel that goes towards project management time so uh, kind of a an interesting set of tools to sort of build whatever recording system that you need uh i'm not i'm just really running it just out of sort of interest i don't know that it would stay running in my mac forever but i think uh run after running it for a couple of days um it's 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 interesting to see that see that sort of output
2: why do you want this because
0: it's interesting to see that sort of output. Like, I mean, How, what can you do with that information? I, I mean, if I mean, like I said, like if Stop I were using a web browser, yeah, yeah, yeah. Safari's as as in there a lot. Um, yeah. for what I personally am doing, it's not all that helpful. Like, I think it's interesting, <laughs> but like I said, if you needed to, like, if you need to report to somebody that you know I spent five hours today developing, I can prove it pretty easily with this app. So I think there's a lot of different things you could do with it i'm doing it because it makes pretty graphs but it could be more useful to other people way to really sell my pick guys
1: yeah that's that's an awesome awesome really endorsement
2: i was hoping that you'd be able to tell me why it was going to make my life better but
0: well you could see that you're on skype 18 hours a day i already know that buddy
1: so, or maybe Mike, maybe there's no way to make your life better. Maybe that's true, Federico. Sorry,
0: thanks for that. I thought we weren't <laughs> going to be negative anymore. Is that what we decided? <laughs> I think um, Yeah, decided but
1: that. we we switched from Apple to Mike's life. Well, you've mm. always
0: been negative about my life,
1: Federico. No, no, really, I'm not negative. i um. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: so, so you can. So l- maybe this will help solidify this in your mind, Michael.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or m- maybe you're just going to hang up on me. Uh, you can set custom times and then you can actually export that as a csv so if you had a time management system you know that you need to build time against you could export a csv of this and import it into a system uh or into a billing system where you could actually build time based on your usage aren't there like services and apps for that? yes uh there are and <laughs> and and would do people really like yeah, i didn't i didn't make really fun of either of, their... of you i
2: didn't make fun of either of your picks do do people? Most people really want their real, accurate, completely one hundred percent accurate time to build to a client.
0: Yeah, no, I see, I see what you what you did there. Yeah,
2: do people really want that? I'm not sure people want that. Like just those extra fifteen minutes, you know. <sighs>
0: you just check it out. If you need time tracking, <laughs> if you need Great time, pick, if, you yeah. need, Woo! if you need time tracking. Uh just check it out. Or if you like graphs that spawn automatically in your mini bars, you should check it out.
2: I Love a automatically spawning graph.
0: Hmm. Quid we, we should go.
2: Thank you so much for listening to episode forty seven of the prompt. If you'd like to find the show notes of this week's show, you should go to five by five dot TV slash prompt slash forty seven. That's P R O M P T by the way, just in case just in case you didn't know that. There's another are,
0: U-R- there's another URL.
2: Yep. There's also theprom.pt
0: and theworldsgreatestpodcast.com. I'm oh, sorry. .com? Can,
1: can you say it again? The words.
0: The world's greatest? greatest podcast.
1: I like it. I know there's a there's a friend of ours who doesn't like it, so I just wanted to hear it again.
2: Mm. I think there's lots of our friends that don't like it, uh, but I really like one. it, so that works for me. I think also theworldsgreatest.co will also take you there.
0: I thought that bounced around between us and a couple other shows.
2: Um. No, I think...
0: They, did hmm. they fix that? Because that was a bug.
2: Which one do I own?
0: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Maybe I own World's Greatest. It's hard to say. There's a lot of synergy. So the world's greatest
2: .co goes to a hover page. So that might be the one that I own.
0: You should you should fix your DNS.
2: But you fixed your DNS.
0: My DNS is just fine.
2: And um, worldsgreatest.co goes to GoDaddy, so, you know, neither of them are working, so don't go to either of those.
0: Anyways, 5by5.tv five five slash prompt slash whatever episode number this is. 47. 47.
2: We're, the show also has a Twitter account. It's at underscore the prompt. If you were following that today, then you will know that Stephen has been incessantly tweeting for the last hour and a half. So thanks for that, Stephen. I'm sure we've lost all of the followers that we had. Mike uh, is for, thanking me
0: for my hard work here on Twitter. And thank you. <laughs> I believe <laughs> I'm getting a raise. Or fired.
2: <laughs> wow, that's what I'm going to tweet.
1: He really tweeted that.
0: I don't. I wouldn't lie to you, gentlemen. Mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> why are two people <laughs> tweeting? And uh, uh, why don't I have access to these accounts? You, ha- you, anyway? you, you do, you do have access. You do have access. To I don't have given, access. You were
2: given the password, and the password I is in somewhere. I was not given. This is a is, lie. This, password, is a, this is a lie. The password exists in a place that is not secure at all. All you need to do is look <laughs> for it. Uh, We are at underscore the prompt on Twitter. I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E. Federico is at Vitici, V-I-T-I-C-C-I. And Stephen is at ISMH on Twitter. Stephen also writes at 512pixels.net. And Federico writes at maxstories.net. We'll be back next week for another episode of The Prompt as we ramp up towards WWDC. I hope that you will join us. Until then, bye-bye.
1: Arrivederci.
0: Adios.